Welcome to episode 37 of the Student Pilot Cast, Windy Solo Makeup. I'm Bill Williams and I'm learning to fly in front of the world. Come join me as I complete a solo flight that I had missed a week or so prior to practice shorts and softs. Chandler Tower, Cherokee 4121 Tango is at Chandler Air Service. We have Zulu and uh, we'd like a south departure, please. Welcome back, SPC listeners. Here I am again with another flight in preparation for my Stage 3 check, but we'll get to that in just a second. Since we last spoke, I I know, you probably don't even remember the last episode, but what can I say? As I was saying, since we last spoke, a lot has happened. Oshkosh 2010, for example, or Schloshkosh, as some of them have named it, has come and gone, and as usual, it was an absolute blast. I want to thank everyone who I met there for a great time. It's always such a blur, but oh, so grand. I had a great time, and I met a whole bunch of new friends, and I want to thank everyone for a fantastic time. If you couldn't make it this year, start planning for 2011, and I hope to see you there. Also, I completed my first flight review. How cool is that? Even more amazing is that I passed. Nah, I'm just kidding. I know it's not a pass or fail, but I did get my signature for my CFI, Air Freddy, and got to keep flying. More importantly, you know what this means, right? It means I've been a pilot for over two years now. Can you believe that? You'd think it being two years now that I'd be finished with my primary training in this podcast, right? Well, yeah, you'd think, I guess. Anyway, here I am again. And I want to take you with me today on a solo flight around the pattern. It's been a while, so I'll do a TV drama style recap for you. Here goes. I started primary flight training at Chandler Air Service back in March of 2000. Ah, hold on. Not that far back. Let me update you on where I am recently. Let's try that again. I'll be quick about it. Okay, so in my flight school... The Part 141 curriculum calls for four stages to be completed. I was trying to finish up my third stage, which always officially ends, each stage that is, always officially ends with a stage check with one of the chief instructors. I had my stage check scheduled, and it was an aggressive schedule already, which had me flying four times, I think, in four days. And then we realized that I had skipped a solo practice flight in the syllabus because of weather a week or so earlier. With the rigor that must occur within a 141 program, I had to complete that flight before my stage check. So we moved my stage check to the afternoon, and I took my scheduled airplane on a solo flight instead to practice the prescribed short and soft field takeoffs and landings, and then later on that day, complete my stage three check. Whew! Five training flights in four days. Gotta love it. So here we are. Go ahead and climb up onto the right wing of my Cherokee, November 81312, and join me for my solo practice today. Wait a minute, I'm, I'm wondering now if the FAA would have counted this flight if they knew you were all with me on what was supposed to be a solo. Well, uh, I don't know, but I won't tell if you won't. We'll pick it up here, as usual, grabbing the ATIS. Chandler Tower Information, Golf Time 1350 Zulu. Wind one enter zero one zero. Temperature three one two point one six. Altimeter two enter seven enter. Visual approaching use landing and departing. 
runways 22 left and right. Notice airmen, multiple obstructions in the vicinity of Chandler Airport up to 310 feet AGL. All departures advise ground control or direction of flight. Use caution for bird activity in the vicinity of Chandler Airport. Read back all hold short instructions. Advise on initial contact. You have golf. Okay, so it sounds like a pretty stiff wind coming from the south at around 10 knots. Noted. Let's call ground and get out of here. Listen to how brief I made my initial call this time based on the conversation I had with my substitute instructor during the last flight. Unfortunately, I made it a little too brief, I think. I had gotten very comfortable on the radio by this time, and sometimes that led to a bit of complacency on my part. What I mean is I would start a radio call with a general idea of what I wanted, but maybe not think it through because it was becoming so natural and second nature. Now, though... Here I was making a call differently than I normally did, and by not thinking it through quickly before keying up, I left off what my intentions were. The controller rolled with it, and she gave me my clearance to taxi and simply asked me what I wanted to do when I got to the runway. We'll take off, of course. Also note that during my clarification, I began to say stop and goes, and got wise and decided to do taxi back, so you'll hear me trip up on on this a little bit. Normally, the runway is plenty long for stop-and-goes, but I needed to do short and soft-field takeoff practice as well as landings and wisely wanted to take some time to prepare before each one, both mentally as well as getting the aircraft set up. And I didn't want to do that sitting on an active runway at a busy airport. Thus, the quick mid-sentence change to taxi bags. Also, it's important to note that the entry onto the runway is part of the skills I would need to demonstrate later in the day for soft and for short field takeoffs. So it was important that I practiced it from the very beginning. Chandler Ground Turkey 81312, Chandler Air Service uh, with Gulf. Turkey 81312, Chandler Ground, runway change in progress. Taxi runway 4 left via Alpha Delta, stay direction of flight. We'll taxi to 4 left via Alpha Delta, and I'd like to stay in the pattern for stop uh, and taxi backs. Turkey 312, thank you. Use caution for a swift on the parallel taxi lane approaching Chandler Air Service. Off your right. Have it in sight. 312. Okay, well, I'm sure all of you astute pilots or enthusiasts noticed that the runway change was in progress. Let me set the stage really quick on the airport for those not familiar. Chandler Muni, or Charlie Hotel Delta, has two parallel runways that run roughly southwest to northeast and back again. They are runways 4 left and 4 right, and their reciprocal runways 2-2 right and left, respectively. As you heard, the aid is told of winds coming from the south, roughly, at 10 knots, and landing and departing runways 2-2 left and right. This, of course, makes sense to get some of the wind from the south as headwind component. The fact that they were changing to to runways 4 left and right implied that the wind must have changed since that ATIS was recorded. This is pretty common, especially in the summer months around here as the air gets more and more unstable. Today, though, instead of changing by 90 degrees or less, like it normally would, I guess, uh, over time, the wind did an about face and started coming from the north almost a full 180 degree switch. I'll bring you in after I started taxiing and noticing the wind. I was looking at a couple of various wind socks that are around the field and letting you all know while I was taxiing out what was going on. Looks like the wind has picked up in which direction? Oh, they had it on the 80s going the other direction. Call calling Chandler Ground. Say again, please. 
Yeah, radio taxi, VFR, westbound. Oh, it looks like call. it's about 10 knots. The other you direction. Have your call sign again, please. November 319er Zulu. Call 319er Zulu, runway change in progress. Taxi to runway 4 left via Alpha Delta. 4 left, Alpha Delta, 19er Zulu. Thank you. It should be noted that the other guy getting a taxi clearance was in a really cool-looking mall that I think I commented on later in the run-up. I have a special place in my heart for backcountry airplanes, even though I've never done that kind of flying. Someday I'm sure I will, though. It just looks like an absolute blast. Okay, back to the task at hand, getting to the runway. While taxiing, our ground controller came on the frequency to give an update which jived with my observations a bit earlier about the wind. Current Chandler 8 is Information Hotel. Runways 4, left and right are in use. Wind 360 at 9 or altimeter 29 So, of course, I corrected the inches setting in the Colesman window as well. Then, from my flight school, it sounds like an old friend is purring and ready to go. You'll recognize her from some of my cross countries. Of course, I'm talking about the airplane, not the pilot. I have no idea who that guy was. Chandler Ground, Cherokee 4122, Cherokee 4122 Tango, Chandler Ground, say direction of flight. Uh, departure to the south, 22 Tango. Cherokee 22 Tango, taxi to runway 4 left via Alpha Delta. 4 left via Alpha Delta, 22 Tango. Okay, hope you got a chance to get reacquainted with 22 Tango. I put this in here this time because I did spend quite a bit of time in that wonderful airplane, but I have some very sad news about it. Almost two years later, in May of this year, 2010, one of the very experienced instructors, one of the most experienced actually, at Chandler Air Service and another pilot were on a training flight and this airplane caught fire shortly after t taking off after a touch and go. The good news is that both pilots were able to escape alive after they put Tutu Tango down in the infield of the airport. The sad part is that the instructor was seriously injured with burns during the fire and egress. According to the NTSB preliminary report, the pilot in the left seat was able to break out the plexiglass to get out and avoid most of the flames. It appears from video of the aircraft after the fire that most of the fire was on the right side of the airplane. Of course, Tutu Tango did not survive the incident. I flew with this instructor once and he seems like a great guy with tons of flying experience. Certainly support from the Chandler Air Service family poured out to him and his family. It was a very serious situation indeed, and while I don't know his current condition now, six months later or so, I do know all of you join me in wishing him well in his likely ongoing recovery. Okay, so once again, let's get back to the flight. So I was ready to go, and I called the tower to let them know. I got a hold short instruction and then a clearance once the landing traffic was clear. At Chandler, they don't do position and hold operations, which, which are now, of course, called lineup and wait operations because of the number of personnel in the tower or something like that. So you'll notice I remain in a hold short until the other aircraft is clear, and then I get my takeoff clearance directly. I was starting with a soft field takeoff, which entails preparing the airplane while still off the runway with two notches of flaps, then once entering the runway, never stopping your momentum because on a soft field, you don't want to sink into the turf or the mud or whatever's in there. Keep in mind, this is only theoretical for me. I've only landed on a dirt strip once, and believe me, it was not soft. Once lined up and moving, 
I would add power and try to get the weight off the gear as quickly as possible by pulling back on the yoke. When the mains finally lift off, I'll be pushing the nose over just a bit to make sure that I stay in ground effect because my initial liftoff will be at too slow a speed to climb out, but it gets me off the ground, which of course is simulated soft in this case. Once sufficient speed is built up, you can begin climbing out and slowly pull the flaps back to help it climb more efficiently. Pretty straightforward actually, and I actually like soft field takeoffs quite a bit. I'll let this run real time all the way through my, my takeoff. There will be slight moments of silence. It'll help you get the feel for what's going on. Chandler Tower, Cherokee A1312 is ready to go on four left. Cherokee A1312, Chandler Tower, hold short of the runway traffic, short final landing. Holding short, four left, uh, 312. Chandler Tower Mall, 319er Zulu at 4 left, uh, ready also behind the turkey. Mall 319er Zulu, Chandler Tower, hold short of the runway, number 2 for departure. We'll hold 19er Zulu. Centurion 906 Romeo, if able, turn left at Kilo, if unable, turn left at Lima, contact ground 124.4. Centurion 906 Romeo, thank you. Turkey 3125, the Cessna crosswind to downwind, make left traffic, runway 4 left, clear for takeoff. Make left traffic, clear for takeoff, uh, 4 left, 312. Cessna 27 Golf, continue downwind, I'll call your base traffic as a Cherokee and a mall departing ahead of you. Cessna 27 Golf, we'll continue downwind. Okay, we're doing a off field. Takeoff. One Niner Zulu, the Cherokee departing will be making left traffic outside their pattern. Left turn westbound approved, runway four left, clear for takeoff. Okay, left turn approved. One Niner Zulu, clear for takeoff, four left. Ball One Niner Zulu, additional traffic, Cessna on downwind approaching base for a touch and go. Roger on the traffic, One Niner Zulu. Cessna 27 Golf traffic, Mall departing ahead of your runway four left, clear to touch and go. Okay, traffic inside, clear to touch and go, four left, two circle. The 27 Golf, the Cherokee upwind will be joining you in the pattern. Okay, Roger, that's And with that, I was off. Shortly after lifting off and staying in ground effect to build up speed, I started climbing out and the controller gave another wind update. And then quickly got my clearance to land. Wind 010 at Cherokee 312, number 2, follow the Cessna left base, runway 4 left, cleared to land number 2. Cleared to land number 2, Cherokee 312. You'll notice that I was cleared to land after the Cherokee in front of me, which I acknowledged. A moment later, I noticed how far out the other Cherokee was on downwind, and this was my reaction. Holy Airbus pattern, Batman. Jeez, he's way out there. Alright, so I'd be doing a soft field landing on this one, so I prepared for that. I think I've gone over that procedure here before, so I won't bore you with it again, but suffice it to say, it was an excellent landing. 
No, I'm just kidding. I don't remember actually what the landing was like. I didn't say anything about it while I was doing my audio recording. But I didn't hear any crunching metal or anything, so it may have been an excellent landing. I'm just saying. Anyway, I completed the landing and got my instruction for taxi back from the tower. Cherokee 312, remain this frequency, taxi back to runway 4 left via Alpha Delta. Remain this frequency, taxi back to 4 left, 312. I turned back on the taxiway and immediately saw a bunch of planes in the run-up area near the hold short line. Holy cow, there's a lot of people over there. Hopefully they don't all get done with their run-up before I get there. Number one for departure, runway 4 left, staying in patterns for touch and go. Warrior 47851, Channel Tower, fly runway, heading runway 4 left, clear for takeoff. 47851, clear for takeoff, 4 left, fly runway, heading. So I arrived at the hold short line with one of those folks getting out before I got there, so it worked out great. This was what was going on when I arrived. My call to the tower and my clearance. Again, this is real time with no breaks. Cherokee 851, continue upwind, expect right traffic, contact tower 133.1. Turkey 851, continue upwind, contact tower 133.1. Channel Tower, Turkey uh, 81312 is ready at 4 left. Turkey 1312, Channel Tower, continue left traffic, runway 4 left, clear for takeoff traffic is a Cessna left base. Clear for takeoff on 4 left, uh, left traffic 312. Cessna 27 Golf traffic, another Cherokee departing ahead of you. Once I was up in the air and on downwind, then some of those other planes were ready to get out there. So I got a slightly extended downwind. Here's that as well as my landing clearance in real time again. Cherokee 312, continue downwind, all clear base traffic to depart ahead of you. We'll extend the downwind, 312. One two Lima Cessna departing is in the pattern outside their pattern northbound approved runway four left clear for takeoff. Clear for takeoff. Cub one two. Okay, I'm gonna do another soft field on the. Cherokee three one two base approved traffic Cub departing ahead of runway four left cleared to land. Cleared to land four left three one two. Charlie Channel Tower, report North Point for Midfield Crossing. Report North Point for Midfield Crossing, uh, Nigeria, Charlie. And Tower, Skyhawk 27 Golf, request a left downward departure. Cessna 27 Golf, downward departure approved. Roger, You know, while I was approaching the runway, a mildly interesting thing happened that seems to me to be very common at busy GA airports. Sometimes more than one aircraft will be lined up at the hold short line, but none of them have contacted the tower yet. Remember, they've been cleared to the runway by ground. They get there, do their run-ups off to the side, and then pull up to the hold short line and switch to the tower frequency. Sometimes they make these calls out of sequence, which is ironic because many times when they make that call, they use the terminology in sequence, which they're certainly not. 
That's what happened in this case. I'll let you hear it, and then I have some commentary and some questions for all of you about it. Shaman Tower Warrior 2148 Yankee at 4 left, ready for takeoff in sequence. Cherokee 214 Yankee Chandler Tower, are you number one at the hold bar? Number two. Cherokee 214 Yankee, Roger, hold short of the runway, number two for departure. Holding short for Yankee. Cherokee 4122 Tango is ready to go full left. Cherokee 4122 Tango, Chandler Tower, hold short of the runway. Call shot, 2 Tango. In this case, there are two similar looking warriors both from Chandler Air Service, waiting at the hold short. But the one in front, 2-2 Tango in this case, waited long enough to call in that the second in line called first. It happens often enough that I asked some of my instructors about it, but usually got responses akin to, well, it depends on the situation. You just got to use your better judgment, etc. It seems to me that the in-sequence terminology is quite common. But it doesn't make sense when the controller doesn't know the sequence. The issue is exacerbated by the fact that the second or third in line may have no idea whether the number one pilot is even called yet because presumably they just got on the frequency. Not sure there's a right or wrong answer here, but if there is, I bet Kent's going to tell me what it is. But I'd love to hear what you all think. Personally, I've used two rules of thumb over the last couple of years, and it seems to work out okay most of the time for me. First, if you're number one, make an effort to call right away, maybe even slightly before you've reached and stopped at the hold short line if it's clear that you're going to be first. That way you minimize the chance that someone behind you will call out of sequence and confuse the controllers. Second, if you're in line but not first and you're not sure whether they've checked in yet or not, the people in front of you that is, you need to identify which one you are. If it's in a line of white Cherokees, as is often the case at Chandler, you might say Cherokee 312 is holding short, second in line, or number two, you know, something like that. If the airplane in front of you is easily recognizable from half a mile or so away, then you might make it even easier by saying something like, I'm number two behind the Technicolor shorts, or something like that. You get what I mean. Like I said, though, let me know what you all do in situations like this, and what you would recommend for everyone else. Maybe I'll talk about it in some future episode. Okay, well anyway, if you remember, before that little digression, I was on short final for a soft field landing. Turns out this one I must have liked a little better than the last one because I commented on it. I'll let the next little bit play here. Tower Sky 27 Golf, request frequency change. Sky 27 Golf approved. Have a good one. Cub 1 2 Lima, I understand you're west southwest bound now. Oh, yeah, sir. I'm going to. Okay, that was a pretty good one. Firebird and then I head north to Flagstaff. Cub 1 2 Lima, Roger. Cub 1 2 Lima. Cherokee 312, taxi back to runway 4 left the Alpha Delta. Taxiing to 4 left the Alpha Delta 312. Cherokee 2 Tango, fly runway heading runway 4 left, clear for takeoff. Left takeoff, four left, two two tango. Two two tango, okay for a quick pause. Cherokee, two two tango, momentary delay approved. Two two tango. Cub one two Lima, frequency change approved. Your discretion. Okay, frequency change approved. Uh, I'll go to the uh, Phoenix approach. Thank you for your help. Good day. 
helicopter nine zero Charlie Cross both runways midfield contact tower one three three point one for landing. Cross midfield uh, runway midfield uh, in contact on one three three point one. So I'm almost back to the runway and we'll pick it up there. The controller gets the other two Cherokees out. I let him know I'm there and request a momentary delay. That means this next takeoff is going to be of the short field variety. The delay is to get all the way out to the edge of the runway, get set up for the takeoff, stand on the brakes, and slowly bring the RPMs up. Then release to maximize the power of the engine for the short field takeoff. One thing you'll notice during my takeoff is that the controller notifies another pilot that his transmissions are garbled. Interestingly, they sounded great to me, as you'll hear me say to myself and to you. I didn't key up for that part. I think the problem must have been on the controller side, but I think it's odd that he only had problems with that one airplane. Later on, he said it sounded a lot better, but I couldn't tell a difference. Let's see what you think. Anyway, here we go. Cherokee, Ford Yankee, left, or correction, fly runway, heading runway four left, clear for takeoff. Clear for takeoff, right. Cherokee, Ford Yankee, traffic to the helicopter, crossing left to right, midfield, 1,800. We'll be looking for Yankee. Cherokee, 2-2 two, two, Tango at the airport boundary, right turn approved. Right center at the boundary, 2-2 two, two, Tango. Chandler Tower, uh, Cherokee 312 is ready to go. Request momentary delay. Cherokee 312, momentary delay approved. Continue left traffic, runway 4 left, clear for takeoff. Clear for takeoff on 4 left and left traffic, uh, Cherokee 312. Cherokee 48 Yankee traffic ahead to the right. Cherokee in the south pattern and a helicopter outside their patterns. Right turn approved. Roger, got him in sight. Okay. Full power. Flaps. Release. Chainless Tower, Warrior 9126 Mike's 4 left, ready to go, like a short delay with a left downwind departure. Warrior 9126 Mike Chandler Tower, your transmission was kind of muffled, and understand you want a momentary delay prior to departure? Uh, yeah, 26 Mike, like a short delay, and then uh, we're left downwind. Cherokee 26 Mike, the Cherokee upwind departing is in the pattern, outside their pattern, left downwind departure approved. Momentary delay approved, runway 4 left, clear for takeoff. Okay, 26 Mike with the delay, and we'll watch for the traffic. Is this uh, transmission any better? Cherokee 26 Mike, a little better, but not much. Okay, thanks. Sounded good to me. Okay. Cherokee 312 traffic, departing behind you is a Cherokee left downwind departure. Have the traffic 312. While in the pattern, it started getting a little bit gusty. Chandler, wind 010 at. So I came in again for a short field landing this time and got instructions to taxi back again. At the end of this, you'll hear the controller comment on the other guy's radio again. Interesting. Cherokee 312, Father Arrow approaching hotel outbound. Taxi back to runway 22 or runway 4 left via Alpha Delta. Follow the arrow back to four left via Alpha Delta three one two. 
Cherokee, 26 mic frequency, change to prove your discretion. Uh, 26 mic, thanks. Cherokee, 26 mic, that transmission was loud and clear. Yeah, I switched up radios there, 26 mic, we'll get it checked out, thanks. On my way taxing back, a cub gets cleared to stay in the pattern with me, and shortly after, I pull up and get cleared as well. I comment a bit on the procedure for the short field takeoff on the way, basically calling them out to myself. Chandler Tower, Cherokee 312 is ready to go at 4 left. Request momentary delay. Cherokee 312, Chandler Tower, momentary delay approved. Follow the Cub departing. Continue left traffic, runway 4 left, clear for takeoff. Clear for takeoff on 4 left, we'll follow the Cub traffic, uh, 312. Okay, do not pull power. And of course, once again, we get a wind update, and it's getting a bit worse. Chandler wind 350 at 10, gusts to 1-6 now. Now it's not a direct crosswind, but it's getting closer to it, and it's getting gustier, up to 16 knots now. I don't remember being too worried about it at the time, but I can't imagine it was making you know my shorts and soft field landing practice any easier. I guess that's why they call it practice, though. I think I've mentioned it before, but I was actually kind of liking crosswind landings by, by this time. I, I liked the challenge. It felt good to kind of understand the principles and be able to execute them, and to be able to start getting the muscle memory down. And slipping all the way down to the runway is just sort of fun, you have to admit. Strong gusts, though, are still a little disconcerting to me even now because you can't get stabilized on the approach. It's tons of constant corrections, and it brings up the pucker factor just a little bit. Nonetheless, I got my clearance, and as they say, landings are not optional. At least eventually, landing isn't optional. So I was on my way. I'll let it play out here with just a little bit of dead air removed so you don't think your MP3 player's broken or something. Cherokee 312, number two, follow the Cub, left face to short final runway, a third to land, number two. Okay, I've cleared to land, uh, number two on four left, 312. Chandler Tower, helicopter 20430, five west, in, uh, inbound Charlie with hotel. Helicopter 20430, Chandler Tower, report north point for midfield crossing. Tower, arrow 8056 Bravo, good morning, ready for takeoff, runway 4 left. Arrow 8056 Bravo, Chandler Tower, hold short of the runway. Holding short, arrow 8056 Bravo. Are you the Yak pilot? Uh, yes, this is the Happy Arrow. <laughs> Roger. Ramjet. Arrow 56 Bravo, request minimal delay, runway 4 left, clear for takeoff, traffic is a Cherokee, approaching a one mile final. 
Uh, minimum delay taking off from a four left. Arrow eight zero five six Bravo. Cherokee three one two traffic arrow departing ahead of you. Watching the traffic closely. Three one two. And trust me, I was watching it closely. Anyway, I came down again, taxied back. Catch that wind update again too, and a bit of commentary on the landing from the cockpit. Arrow five six Bravo traffic ahead to the right helicopter in the south pattern outside their pattern right turn approved. Uh, have the traffic, and uh, right turn improved after the traffic, 5-0-7, Bravo. Cub 8-3, Papa, continue down when I'll clear your base traffic to the part ahead of you. Sending our down with 8-3, Papa. Chandler, Experimental 136, Delta Echo, 4 left for North departure. Experimental 136, Delta Echo, Chandler, tire hold short of the runway. Hold short, 6 Delta. Cherokee 312, tax back to runway 4 left, the Alpha Delta. Taxi back to 4 left, the Alpha Delta 312. Experimental 6 Delta Echo, left turn northbound, approved runway 4 left, clear for takeoff. 6 Delta Echo. <clears throat> hey, that was a pretty short field. I, I turned at Foxtrot. Cub 83, prove your discretion. Traffic experimental departing ahead of you, runway 4 <clears throat> left, clear, touch and go. I wasn't right on my spot, there, but it was definitely within baby. 200 feet. Chandler, wind 360 at 17. Helicopter 430, cross both runways, midfield contact tower 133.1. Cross midfield contact tower 13. Contact tower 1331. Helicopter 430, traffic cub short, final runway 4 left, touch and go. Traffic inside, Cub 83, Papa Traffic, helicopter crossing left to right, midfield 1,800. 83, Papa. Chandler Tower, Skyline 3445, Fox Trots, ready to go for left. Skyline 3445, Fox Trot, Chandler Tower, hold short of the runway. Holding short for 3445, Fox Trot. So one more time, I was back at the runway, ready to do it again. This would be a soft field again. I'll let you listen to the engine noise all the way to the commentary. Channel Tower, Cherokee 312 is ready to go at 4 left. Cherokee 312, Channel Tower, continue left traffic, follow the Cub left, crosswind to downwind. Runway 4 left, clear for takeoff. We have the traffic, clear for takeoff on 4 left and left traffic, 312. Cub 83, Papa, runway 4 left, cleared, touch and go, traffic, Cherokee, departing ahead of you for the pattern. Clear, touch and go, 83, Papa. Okay, I'm doing a soft field takeoff. This time around, I'd be doing a short field landing. On my clearance, you'll hear me ask for clarification because I got an unrestricted landing clearance while I was looking at a yellow cub in front of me in the pattern. My rule continues to be, if something doesn't seem right, clarify. It's worked out so far.
Cherokee 312, runway 4 left, cleared to land. Clear to land, 4 left. Uh, just to verify, that's number 1312. Cherokee 312, affirmative. The Cub is departing, beam the tower. Uh, roger. Uh, number 1, clear to land, 4 left, 312. Cherokee 628, Sierra Mike, holding shoulder runway 4 left, ready for departure. Cherokee 628, Sierra Mike, Channel Tower, runway 4 left, clear for takeoff. Traffic is a Cherokee on downwind, turning base. Runway 4 left, clear for takeoff, uh, look off the traffic, Cherokee 8, Sierra Mike. Cherokee 312, traffic, Cherokee departing ahead of you. Have the traffic, 312. You know, I, I understand why they need to do it, but sometimes I feel like the controller is like the common friend between the two grade school friends who are in a fight and won't talk to each other even though they're all three standing there together. Will you tell her that I'm not speaking to her? Will you tell him I don't care? I, I mean, really, I just listen to the controller clear the other airplane to take off and warn him about me, and then the controller has to tell me about him. Yeah, I was right there the whole time. Got it. Like I said, I know why it's set up like this. It just strikes me funny sometimes. Just a little side observation, but let's get back to the flying. So we got another wind update, and it was gusting to 17. So it was getting a little nastier out there. Again, it wasn't a direct crosswind, but it was around 50 or 60 degrees or so, and varying a little bit. The landing was still sort of uneventful, though, and I would go back for one more circuit. Here's the radio chatter during the landing and my taxi back instructions at the end. Canada Tower, helicopter 7193, uniform, approximately 6 miles to the west, inbound. Um, Bravo is direct with information on top. Helicopter 7093, uniform, Canada Tower, understand you're landing at the helipad? Affirmative. Cherokee 312, taxi back to runway 4, left the Alpha Delta. Taxi back to 4 Lefty Alpha Delta 312. Helicopter 93 Uniform, report North Point for midfield crossing. Report North Point for midfield crossing. Helicopter 7193 Uniform. When I was ready to go, I set up for a short field takeoff. Chandler Tower, Cherokee 312 is ready to go on 4 Left. Request momentary delay. Cherokee 312, Chandler Tower, momentary delay approved. Continue left traffic, runway 4 Left, clear for takeoff. Left traffic, uh, clear for takeoff on 4 left, 312. Wet and one can of dog. 7193 uniform, approaching north point. Oh. Helicopter 903 uniform, cross both runways midfield. Contact tower 133.1. Uh, contact tower 133.1, helicopter 7193 uniform. Cub 83, Papa Traffic, Cherokee, departing the area with a momentary delay, runway 4 left, cleared, touch and go, no. Clear, touch and go, 83, Papa. Okay, clear of obstacle. Oh, getting hot. Swift, 733, no traffic inbound from the north, frequency change approved. 733, good while in the pattern again, we got another wind update on downwind right after I was cleared to land. This time, it was no longer gusting to 17, it was sustained at 17, 
and all the way over to 330 degrees. So that's 17 knots, 70 degrees off my runway heading, leaving me with a left crosswind component of 16 knots. If I remember correctly, the max demonstrated crosswind component of the PA-28-161 is 17 knots, so I wasn't even in test pilot territory yet, but it should be sporty. To tell you the truth, if the wind would have been like this when I left, I'm quite sure that they wouldn't have let me take their airplane as a primary student. Cherokee 312, runway 4 left, cleared to land. Cleared to land, 4 left, Cherokee 312. Wind 330 at 1-7. Okay, so I do a quick computation and realize two things. First, this is going to be fun. Second, I probably better just do a normal landing and not try to get, do anything too cute. Here's my reaction from the cockpit. Sweet. I do a normal landing. Because of the huge crosswind. So as I turn final, another aircraft departing in front of me, I'm starting to try and get it dialed in. Probably a little bit of extra focus is going on because this is likely the heaviest crosswind I had landed in to that point in my training, and I happened to be solo. It was going to be awesome. This is what was going on. You'll hear also that I decided to land with only two notches of flaps because I wanted to keep my speed just a little bit faster than normal to compensate both for possible gusts as well as keep a little more rudder authority during touchdown. Remember, I was near the published limits of the aircraft, and I didn't want to run out of rudder in my slip right over the runway. To tell you the truth, I'm actually pretty proud of some of the thinking and decisions that I, I made at that point in my experience level. I'm a little surprised, actually, now that I look back on it with, you know, a little bit more experience. Two more years and, and over 150 hours of extra experience. I, I'm glad I made the decisions that I made, and I would make those same decisions now, I think. Here you go. Cub 83, Papa, number two, follow the Cherokee, turning left, base for runway four left, cleared, touch and go, number two, the Cherokee is a full stop. So the only thing I said through the whole thing after deciding on a faster landing speed was this as I was touching down. This was fun. That crosswind. Sweet. A moment later, I was slowed down and given my taxi back instructions. I'd been flying for an hour at this point, and the winds were getting worse. I thought the better part of valor at this point was to hang it up for now. Turkey 312, text back to runway 4 left via Alpha Delta. Chandler Tower, we'd like to taxi to the ramp this time, 312. Turkey 312, Roger, contact ground, have a good day. Contact ground, thanks for your help, uh, 312. Understand by lead, make sure ground, good. On com 2124.4, Chandler Ground, Cherokee A1312 is off of 4 left at Kilo. I'd like to taxi to the ramp. Cherokee A1312, Chandler Ground, taxi to the ramp. Taxi to the ramp, 312. Of course, this wouldn't be my last flight of the day. I still had my stage 3 check to do later on. 
but sadly, that's all we get to talk about today. I hope you enjoyed episode 37 and all of the short softs, wins, and everything else. I know I did. Thanks again for joining me as well as for your patience with the velocity of episode releases these days. I learned a lot during this solo flight. Even though it seems silly to have to make up the flight right before my stage check, but it goes to show you, any flight has the opportunity to teach you something. I know in my own flying, even since I got my license, that I have never, ever come away from a flight without learning something that I can specifically put my finger on. Not to mention all of the experience learning or general experience learning that just seems to seep into my subconscious with flight time. I hope it was fun and educational for all of you as well. Thanks for joining me as I practice my performance landings and takeoffs in crosswinds right out there in front of the world. If you'd like to contact me, there are several ways to do it, as usual. First, a simple email to bill at studentpilotcast.com will do the trick. You can also go to the website, studentpilotcast.com, and use the contact link to drop me a message. Lastly, you can always find me in the Twitter sphere at twitter.com slash billwill. That's B-I-L-L. W-I-L. Don't forget to check out Air Freddy's Learning to Fly Guide if you want some details on flight training if you're interested in starting. I'll put a link, as usual, in the show notes for this episode on the website, again, at www.studentpilotcast.com. Thanks again for joining me as I did additional preparation for my Stage 3 check. It sure was fun, and, and like I said before, a little sporty. Take care until next time. Most importantly, get out there and fly. You might learn something you weren't expecting. Music for today's episode is To Be an Angel by the Canadian band Uncle Seth. You can get more information and subscribe to the Student Pilot Cast using iTunes, Zune, or any other podcast aggregator at www.studentpilotcast.com. Remember, any instruction that you hear in this podcast was meant for me and for me alone in the situation we were in at the time. Please do not try to blindly apply anything you see or hear in this episode or in any other episode, to your own flying without thinking it through on your own completely. If you have questions about any aspect of your flying, please consult a qualified CFI.